Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. You guys know Sierra got married last year. It's a lot of work. Oh boy, was it. It's a lot to do. And one thing that really helped her figure out what to do first, where to access certain resources, how to get people to know where they were supposed to go for a wedding, Zola. With Zola, you can discover venues and find vendors easily. You can message and book vendors right on their website. And truly, when I say that that was the first part that we had to do and also one of the most intimidating and hardest, it's so nice to just have them all listed right there and be able to talk to them right there and then. They also have free planning tools, which is really helpful because you don't know what you don't know. And if when you go to Zola... You have a guest list manager, wedding website templates, a budgeting tool because dang, can a wedding get out of hand real quick? Mm-hmm. It could all eliminate so much stress and you'll save so much time all because it's like a one-stop shop. That's so true. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. Hey guys, I'm Jerry. I'm Sierra. We're ladies, and we tangent. Did you see the comment? It said that uh, they're convinced that we're like cat dog. I was like, <laughs> I literally was waiting till we turned this on because I was gonna say there's so many people that are like they look like cat dog. <laughs> we are we cat are. dog. Um, do you want to play that game right now? Why not? Oh. I don't think so. You don't think? I'm a nervous. Okay, hold on. I'll start. Okay. You want me to start? Sure. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no! Oh. <laughs> You're not supposed to laugh? Okay. No! <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I laugh at my own. I, I well, because okay. okay, okay, I can't look at you. <laughs> I hope that's a sex sound. <laughs> that's more accurate to what my sex sounds sound like. Oh, uh, mom, turn this off for a second. Uh, one time I had a friend that was like, hey, girl, you sounded like a straight cape. <laughs> but I was blackout drunk, so it truly could have been either one of us. Were you Might like, not oh. I think so. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, wild. Yeah. I don't think wow. I was enjoying it. Um, 
I saw a TikTok that was like, turn on your face, forward facing camera. <laughs> and <laughs> See what you look like on top? Yeah. It's not good. No, I felt so sad for me. Yeah. I like went upstairs and did it over Shane and was like, is this what you see? <laughs> is this what does it? Is this what makes you go? Mm. <laughs> he doesn't do that. I hope he does. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what he does. Oh, that's too nice. Ah, fuck him. Corey doesn't make a sound. He makes no sound. He makes no sounds. So when we first got together, <laughs> the I, silence. I had to tell him, you got to give me a signal or something <laughs> that it's happened because I'll keep going. <laughs> so oh, because you're on top? Yes. Oh, okay. Always. <laughs> <laughs> got it. He's just asleep. That's how you know. <laughs> so then the next time it happened... I was like, what are you doing down there, friend? Because you're making a lot of faces. And then he was like, (laughs) (laughs) Mage trying to make a signal. And I was like, oh, got it. Oh, he just keeps a smoke flare underneath the pillow and just shoots it off. (laughs) It's really, it's it's like, um, it's hard for me to get. (laughs) I know that people you work with. (laughs) Oh, no. So I'm sorry. Please don't say this to him. He's very (laughs) ashamed. I'm I'm sure. Oh my God, his aunts listen to. <laughs> Does his mom still? I hope not. Sorry, Susan. <laughs> He's a respectable gentleman and a nurse. <laughs> he just wants me to guess. It's a it's a fun game. Aww, that we have together. Cute. Are you good at guessing? Uh, no. <laughs> Turns out I am not. No, I don't have to guess. It is very obvious. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Uh, yeah. He makes a face, too. Oh, Corey yeah. Stonewall Jackson's me every time. <laughs> no, Shane. He doesn't want me to know. Shane makes his face as small as possible. <laughs> I feel like we've talked about we this have, before. I think so. The small face thing. Yep. I remember, but we didn't have visual then, so. Oh, you're welcome. Now you guys, <laughs> now you guys know it's like this. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. Okay. Speaking of sex. I've been watching Bridgerton finally. Yay! Oh, it took me forever because I was like, I'm not going to get into it. My mother-in-law almost <laughs> has yeah. been telling me, my own mom, you, yeah. everybody's like, Sierra, you'll love it. I'm like, every time people tell me that I'm going to love something, I'm so hesitant because I'm like, you don't even know me. Wa- <laughs> <laughs> Fucking angsty and they're, team. <laughs> they're always 100% right. It's you still like, haven't watched Hill House. Fuck, I know. Well, it's scary. <laughs> I know, but people requested us to do an episode on oh. it in, like, October. <laughs> and you were like, I'll find the time. I know. Well, I keep I keep just watching the same fucking shows that I've watched over and over again. It's anxiety. I heard that, that mm-hmm. that was an anxiety thing, because I don't like surprises. <laughs> um. So, yeah, Bridgerton. Oh, I see what everybody... Listen, he was like... I burned for you. Oh my God, the I burned for you? And she's like, I burned for you. And I was like, I'm burning all over my couch right now. I was burning in the bath. (laughs) Oh, you watched it in the bath? I did. I take my phone in the bath sometimes. And they got to that part and I was like, oh my God. Literally. Let's change this water. All of like... All of episode six, I was just like, I don't have sex enough. (laughs) On the steps? Oh, my God. That's what I just got to. The part where he's just like (laughs) having downtown Susie Brown (laughs) on like her parents' steps. I'm like, in what world? And then he's like, oh, spoiler. 
And then he's like, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> right after, I'm like, what? He's like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the last time that happens. I do kind of love the feminist aspect because I've never, yeah. I have not seen a dick sucker yet, but yeah. there's a lot of times he goes, and I'm like, okay, yeah, power to the, to the P word. <laughs> I can't say power it. Power to the P word. When she was on the steps at first, I was like, oh my God, this is painful, I think. How do you think those steps feel on her <laughs> For back? sure not good. Not <laughs> at all. For sure not good. I've had sex on the steps before. You have? Yeah, I it made I got rug burn. <laughs> I'm sure. Those were like marble steps though. Yeah. That's uh, that's a oh bruise. Oh my for god, sure. yeah. yeah. That's a vertebral bruise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doctors. Um, yeah. So uh, that's that's really yeah. it, I just holy cow. Holy yeah. cow. There was a lot of feelings that I was feeling when I was watching it. I'm sure. And also, I I wanted to be like, like, Corey came home. I I told you. I picked a fight. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's why. Because I was like, I don't have enough romance, mother. We need some passion in this bitch. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to need to have hate sex. So I'm going (laughs) to get pissed about the coffee pot here real quick. Oh, because, my God. When they first were doing their little thing and they're like, oh, we play hate each other. I was like... (laughs) The whole time I'm just That's like, so fun. well, you guys fuck already. <laughs> the toxicity of it. When is it going to happen? Right? Ah, stop playing with my emotions. In the garden, I was just like, do it right there. <laughs> Honestly. I couldn't get enough. Oh, my. Um. So watch Bridgerton if you have it. And sorry for the Truly. spoilers, but it's yeah. been out long enough. I feel like I procrastinated right. long enough so that I could give everyone else yeah, time to watch it. You were late on the bandwagon. Yeah, but I get on, get on, get on it, and then really think about your relationship. <laughs> but yeah. theirs isn't great. Well, people kept like, bringing up Bridgerton. That's why I knew there was something because with of that the one semen thing. Yeah. yeah. It's different. No, it is (laughs) definitely different. Now, he omitted the truth of why he wasn't... First of all, she didn't know any better. Yeah, and and I also feel like what she did was yucky. See, guys? Yeah. We're we're giving you... What she did in that situation was gross because she tricked him too. Yes. Yeah, that was bad. That was manipulative. That was bad. Um, But But we were able to see that. We didn't make that (laughs) storyline up in our head. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Uh-huh. Um, but what he did was like not putting spit into her uterus. <laughs> yeah, so he didn't least... bribe someone to f- put you yeah. know, bacteria inside of her. It's different. His ass on the lawn? Oh my God. I was just like, what are we? She's fully clothed. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got no clothes on. His butt is out. How many times has his servant seen him ass naked that he just doesn't care? Oh, I think I've told this story before, but. Um, my roommate and her significant other at the time walked oh my in God, on Shane I also and I. just remembered how many of Corey's friends said they listen. <laughs> oh no! I'm so sorry. Corey has a fantastic O face and makes so the, much noise. He's <laughs> perfect amount of sound. He's a caveman, if anything. <laughs> okay. All right. No one discuss it any further. This he, stays between us, friends. He, hey, he did get better. I, I he it, he, he makes oh, <laughs> <laughs> just like that. He, he sounds like Prince. <laughs> I think he was just nervous. He told me when we first got together that he was intimidated by me. Oh. I know. What what would you do if he was, oh my God, we've done 10 minutes of (laughs) not shit that we told you we were going to do. Anyway, what would you do if he was like, 
super submissive. Like he was so intimidated that he was like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, girl, spank me. I would be into it. <laughs> You'd be like, fucking yeah. I have a dominance. <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna lie. I could switch it up. Sometimes. Oh my! But then I'd be like, your turn. <laughs> Sorry to do that. There is snot in here now. Like, for certain. <laughs> Good. There's snot in here. I watched it. <laughs> What's up, you guys? Hey. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. Whoopsie. We really got right in. Sorry. Yeah. Um, to all the parents, we should put a warning. Trigger warning. <laughs> about Any, anybody who's sounds? related to us. <laughs> Just skip and 10 minutes. That sounds like Thanksgiving, right? That's true. That's yeah. true. As we've gotten older, I, when I first got pregnant, that was like the first time that any of my family members knew that I was having sex. They're like, wow. So I was like, by the way, I'm not a virgin. I'm also pregnant. <laughs> so. so. But it was interesting <clears throat> then the vibe changed between like um, my relationships with adults because then they were like, I'm going to talk to you about sex things now, and this will be fine. I'm yeah. sure you noticed mm-hmm. it when you got married, that people were just like, we can talk about sex. And yeah. I'm like... It's a, it's a lot of wink, wink, nudge, nudge stuff. Yeah, That's but I'm just like... super... Well, if you want to know how to make a boy, well, you know, tell me what position. <laughs> it's like, yo, that's not how science works, but it's sure. It's not at all. I got into a fight with a guy at an airport one time who was trying to tell me that... How to make a baby. <laughs> Yeah, I think I've talked about this. This is the guy who's trying to make me be an insurance adjuster. Yeah, I do remember this. He was telling me that you can choose whether you have a boy or a girl based on something. Like it's the fem- it's the woman's responsibility. Oh, I have heard. So here's the thing. <clears throat> These are all wives' tales, but I did hear that like male sperms are faster, but yes. they die quicker. Yes. And then female sperms are slower slower but they last longer yeah so if you do it right when ovulation happens your chances of a boy are that's still science though yeah he yeah, was yeah. just and saying it's not even like 100 percent. either way it's just like that's, he was saying like it's your diet chances. oh fuck he was saying off. like your diet and your positioning and and like <laughs> <I got soaked. laughs> sorry <laughs> we're, we're just like <laughs> secreting things but yeah shane was across Anytime. the way just looking Anytime anybody brings up diet, I instantly get defensive because I'm like, I have an uh, irritable bowel disease, motherfucker. My, I can't like just do a diet yeah. that you want me to do. Hey, thanks to everyone who suggested me keeping a box in my car for when I shit myself. <laughs> Normally, though, um, it comes on before I realize that I'm sh- like, uh, by the time I realize I need the box, I've already shit myself. So. Did I tell you what I had now? What I got mailed to me from my doctor? I have a little card. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That um, specifically says, like, hey, even if I'm at a place where they're like, we don't have any bathrooms. We know you have bathrooms. And I have a card now that's like, you have to let me use your fucking yeah. bathroom or I'll mm-hmm. shut on your floors. <laughs> so it's exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm excited I, about I it. Really, I need to go to the doctor. Yeah, you should. <laughs> you yeah. should. Um, I didn't go until I was bleeding out of my assholes. <laughs> what am I? So I'm like two months late. Got it. Yeah. Great. Okay. <laughs> Hemorrhoids. So, this is why you guys come to us for advice. We have great advice. Yeah. And go to the go to the doctor when you're bleeding out of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, we did Please. this. Um, we started the series a long time ago. Series. This is only the second episode of it. So now it's a series. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> where we give completely solicited advice. You asked us these questions, 
But yeah, and we're not professionals. No, anything we say comes from our personal experience, and um, we're gonna do our best to give you good advice. Yeah, but take it with a grain of salt, and also do what you think is best for your life. We don't know you. We're just yeah, and we also take no responsibility for what happens after. (laughs) Seriously, because we we're telling you now we are just people. I don't even have my life figured out, but <laughs> also yeah, I'll do my best. Yeah. We're all just doing our best. So, um this is just for funsies. Yeah. But some of them are pretty serious questions. Yeah. So, which is why we started everything with um sex and poop. <laughs> <laughs> to really just balance it out nicely. I was going to put these in order, but Ah, oh, fuck it. I didn't. Do we both have like I'm feeling a lot of it's spring. So oh, I've got this a lot is of milk. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's making me flummy. I'm regretting not putting Kahlua in it. Oh my gosh, I meant to tell you, I got my first vaccine yesterday. <gasps> Yay! And my cell phone service has been great. <laughs> How have you been talking to Bill Gates? <laughs> um, no, I only have one dose. So Oh, the second like... one is where you really get. <laughs> I like him to uh give me bedtime stories at night. I don't have yeah. mine yet, but Corey does, so I talk through his. Yeah. I get mine nice. though. I think I have it signed up for a week a week from now. Yay! Wait, not on a Friday, because I made sure not to do it, just in case I have, like, yucky feelings. Oh, yeah. How do you feel after your first one? Fine. I think because we had COVID. (laughs) So many of you listened to our episodes from, like, December, January last year, and you're like, yo, bitch, I think you had COVID. And we for sure, yeah. We're pretty sure we did. Yeah. Um, But do you want to know why I don't trust technology? Okay. My printer ordered ink for itself. So your printer gave you the vaccine. <laughs> it's like, whoa. Yeah. Your you... printer ordered ink for itself? Yes. That's very cool. It is self-aware enough to be like, I'm low on ink. And it fucking, I got ink in my mail the other day. And I'm like, I haven't used this printer in a year. Why? I think Why? my mom's printer does that too. It also orders paper for her. <laughs> What? Very know. helpful, but very scary. Yeah. Also, whose fucking credit card are you using, printer? <laughs> Give me a notice. Yeah. What the, what, what, am I going to check my statement and be bill? like, what the hell? <laughs> That's crazy. What yeah. if he just goes crazy and he's like, I need more ink? I just wake up and he's like in the kitchen <laughs> making himself Pour a cup himself of coffee. a pot of ink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> This one is kind of like in your ballpark. Mm. Am I crazy for wanting to go back to college for a new degree master's when I'm in debt for the first one? No. Because you're going to be in debt for the rest of your <laughs> Honestly. For something. You might as well make it something that you want to do forever and that you love. And yeah. we're supposed to be getting some like student loan relief. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I'm hoping that happens for you. But I'm still in. I'm paying for my cosmetology school that I went to and I'm in school again and I just got done paying for college the first time when I went to cosmetology school so I I just feel like if I'm always going to be paying for something so I might as well pay for something that I think that I'm going to benefit from and that other people will benefit from yeah and like we talked about last week how you don't ever arrive so like there's no rush to this perfect life that you think exists. Yeah, I'm going to be 30 in like two months, yeah. three months. Yeah. And um, I am a freshman in college again. Yeah. So like I have no timeline and I'm not in any rush and I don't care. I just, as long as I get there, yeah. then I get there. 
Yeah. I could be 60. Corey went in nursing school with a guy in his 60s. I had multiple people in their 60s yeah. in classes with me. And, and that's it's the never thing too. too late to start over again. I I have my bachelor's in teaching and I will you will never catch me in a classroom unless it's for a parent teacher conference like yeah. ever again. I don't want to be a teacher. Yes. And but I don't regret getting my degree. Right. I think I learned so much, so many valuable lessons, yep. so much knowledge that I'm really grateful that I have and even my experience in teaching, I learned so much there and yeah. I'm glad that I have that. Also, I met my absolute best friends at college. I met my husband at college. So like that was amazing. Shane mm-hmm. has a degree. He went to school for uh, to be a sound engineer. Yeah, racked up big so much debt. big debt. Yeah, and then got home and was like, I don't want to do or what am I going to do with it? Basically, well, we knew that if he wanted to pursue it, we were going to have to move, move somewhere, and he wanted to stay close to our family and have a family, and he wanted yeah. to be a really present dad. So, like, he went back to school and got his accounting degree. Is that what he's going to do forever? I don't know. He could likes be. woodworking now, so yeah. probably like, he could eventually. do. The cool thing is, like, you can do whatever you want, whenever you want. Yeah. Um. The only thing is, like, just do whatever is financially best for you. I think that's my only advice: is like, don't let money stop you. Yeah. From pursuing something that you're interested in, but also don't let it bury you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it can get to be a lot. At if you are to a place where you think that you can financially handle more. Right. Then I say go for it. Yeah. Especially if, like, by the end of it, you're going to be making something that is going to be able to provide you a life that can handle that debt. And if you have to work another job, like I was working serving for a long time to pay off my first college debt, if you have to work another job in between to, like, chip away at some of that before you start again, again, there's no time limit. Like, we're all on time is real. Yeah. (laughs) Literally, just, you know, do what makes you happy, I think. Yeah. Um, tips for long distance relationships. Oh, you have to, I broke up with all of mine. (laughs) Um, uh, trust is the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. If you have a really good foundation of trust, then I think that you'll be just fine. Um, having clear understanding of when and how you'll communicate, how often you'll communicate, if you're going to get online and and Skype or if you're going to FaceTime or if you're going to text. Shane and I had really opposite schedules, so it was important to schedule in how we were going to communicate with each other. Yeah. Um, And don't take advantage of the other person's trust, I think. Oh, for sure. I think that, you know, knowing that you have a super trusting partner and then being like, well, I can go out and be with my friends and not get a hold of them, like, yeah. If that's something that you guys have talked about that is like a um not but like a boundary almost. It's on, like a thing where, hey, I know that you're gonna go out and have friends with your or fun with your friends till two AM. Can you just like let me know that you're yeah. okay kind yeah. of thing? Yeah. That's how I am with my anxiety, yeah. even when Corey's living ten with minutes you. down the road. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Can you just let me know that you're okay if I don't hear from you for a full night? Because yeah. otherwise I'm going to think you're like dead somewhere. Just be very, very clear and overly communicate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what else are you going to do? Yeah. Really, what else are you going to do? How are you um, going to be intimate if you're going to be intimate? How often are you going to see each other if you're going to see each other? Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. It it can be very hard, but it is incredibly worth it because for us, at least, I was able to have this wonderful relationship with a partner who was so very supportive of me, but I didn't have to tend to the relationship because he wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I only saw him once every three months. Um, so it's tough, 
but it's worth it if you can make it and um and you can do it in a healthy way oh for sure yeah Yeah. um okay here's one for you okay how can i best enjoy this sweet time before an anticipated proposal i'm eager (laughs) and rushing it <laughs> That's just an ironic question because I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I rushed it so hard. I think the best thing first is first of all, I think it's a great thing that you just said, I don't know. Yeah, I really don't. I mean, because truly, I Corey used to be like, What is your rush? Honestly. And I think so. I'm going to take from him for a little bit um, because I was always like, Let's go, let's go, let's go. I want to get to being married. That's so exciting. And he was always like, once we're married, that's it. That's like finish line stuff. I want to like enjoy this as long as I can. Um, So we had very different views on that because I was like, when we get married is when it starts. And he was like, when we get married is when it's over. Technically, starting and ending anything is just in your mind well that's and it's i think it's (laughs) It's not all a continuation it's not a start or a finish it's just like a different chapter yeah so my best advice would be to just enjoy where you're at now um know where like your relationship is because like me and Corey aren't engaged but we know that we're going to get married like i have no doubt in my mind that he's the person i'm going to spend the rest of my life with so i say like my mother-in-law and things like that i feel like he is my husband and we live together we have a house together like we're very much married. there's an immense amount of comfort in that security yeah 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 so um if you're not there yet if you don't have that like comfort level or that security level just enjoy the fun phase because yeah. sometimes i miss those days yeah. where it was like you know just Low dating crash. yeah just dating not having to be like family I think that I don't I don't really remember. <laughs> yeah. It was a while for that you. part. Um, because Shane and I's relationship was long distance and then um basically as soon as he got back, we were engaged and then living together mm-hmm. and then married. Um but I will say as far as rushing any time period of life, yeah. I think about it with my kids and I remember when we had Ollie, we kept being like I can't I, wait till I can't wait till he can talk. I yeah. can't wait till he can laugh. I can't wait until he can walk. Until we can take him to the park and, and he then can go you on the swings. Realize that those moments are gone. Yeah, and so I was living in a world of like that didn't exist yet, and missing the one that was here. So we started saying, "I look forward to this." Like yeah. I do look forward to when that happens, but I'm not trying to rush out of yeah. this moment. I want to enjoy what's going on right now because this yeah. is you, like you'll never get the dating phase back, and that right. was some of my favorite moments. It wasn't like as comfy, cozy as we are together now. Yeah, like, there's an excitement in it. Yes, ner- I would get nervous when I would see him and mm-hmm. things like that. So. Just uh, enjoy where you're at now. Yeah, because it's all downhill. It really is. <laughs> it's and about to get real boring. You're, he's coming in the bathroom to take a shit while you're showering. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, can I have five minutes? Next thing you know, you're shitting on each other's shit. <laughs> um, cutting off toxic family, yes or no? Yes. Yes, 100%. Um, family. Uh, this family is, gonna... is a... This I was gonna say family means nothing. I was like, that's gonna piss people off. But really, <laughs> yeah. truly, um, I don't think being blood makes you family. Yeah, I think love and the way that you treat people, and if you're being toxic or someone's being toxic to you, they don't love you, or they love themselves more than they love you. Right. And um, it's all about knowing how you deserve to be loved and yeah. um, protecting your 
your sanity and your heart and your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and if people are bad for you, people are bad for you, whether yeah. they're related or not. I know that can be tricky. I know it can be difficult. Um, you have to get to a place where you're like, I can live my life without you. Yeah. And I, I, sometimes you don't want to. Yeah. But. There was a relationship that I had with a family member that I used to talk to my therapist about all the time. And she would be like, okay, well, then you you need to have a conversation with that person or um, and tell them how you feel and get to a compromise or you need to cut them off. Like that needs to be the solution because what you're telling me week to week is not changing. Yeah. And um, it's not healthy for either one of you. And I was like, I can't. This person has been in my life for my entire life. I can't just act like they don't exist anymore and she's like that's you have to you're allowed to grieve them you can be sad but at the same time you're not neither one of you is benefiting from this and it's just going to keep going downhill and it's going to go very badly yeah in your mind you're hoping that that other person is going to be the person you want them to be um, that's not how it works without ever having the conversation of being like hey i don't like what's happening between us yeah they're not going to get it so she gave me an ultimatum and she was like, I don't like doing this, but I feel like I have to. So you need to either or or stay where you're at right now and keep being unhappy. You either need yeah. to talk to this person, tell them what's wrong, try to communicate it or be done with it. And that was right. what I had to do. So right. and then I didn't do that. <laughs> I, I think it also depends it. on what toxic means in the situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If it's abusive. Yeah. Goodbye. And it's tricky because sometimes um, a toxic person could just be you wanting them to be someone who they're not. Yeah. Um, like having an image of the perfect whatever and um, wanting a relationship with them that you don't think you're ever going to have because they're not that person. Right. When really you just need to learn to love the person that they are. If, again... Depends on what toxic means in this situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, um, we don't know who this person is, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't have any of the backstory. Definitely I'm not telling anyone to stay in a toxic situation with people. But um, I know that, like, I would feel really let down by people in my life when I didn't feel like they were showing up for me in a certain way. And then I'm like, well, first of all, you've never told them you wanted them to show up in that way. Right. And second of all, is that even in their character to do that? Or are you just romanticizing that relationship yes. with that person? Maybe you saw it in a show or something. You have to understand who people are. Right. <laughs> and right. and don't um, And expect- it's okay if they're not your vibe. Yeah. If you learn who people are and you're like, not, not for me. Then Even that's if fun. they're blood, totally cool. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah, but, but don't uh, you can't expect more from people without telling them that you expect more. Yeah. And then when they don't commit, be like, oh well, you've disappointed me. <laughs> when yeah. you know who they are. Yeah, yeah. So again, um, because we don't have the background of that story, take what you ever applies. Yes, because <laughs> we don't fucking know. <laughs> um, any advice on how I can create a life that feels worth living? Growing up is so scary. I read that one and. <laughs> I told Jerry, I was like, I could tell I'm getting depressed again because my initial thought reading it was like, life isn't worth living. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. Yeah. It is. Um, my thought is, the wording of it is, any advice on how I can create a life that feels worth living? I you think just, it's more recognizing that your life already is worth yeah. living and there's nothing you can do to create it. You're never going to, um, the way this is worded is that you are seeking something ext- extrinsic, so something yeah. outside of yourself 
to validate you and make you feel like this is life. Because I hate to tell you, me and Jerry just had this conversation the other day. You could get all those things and still not feel like it's all put together. Um, And then that could be a really heavy like, oh, shit. I was counting on this, 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 this for my checklist to make everything feel good. Mm Mm-hmm. Turns out that's why I mentioned the depression thing. Because honestly, if it's this applies to you, you could just honestly have depression. And um, then I would say to seek seek help or get some kind of counseling, therapy, medicine, anything you yeah. need. Because if everything feels like like you have no motivation or no happiness towards anything then that's definitely a sign that something is wrong. And we are not diagnosing you, and we don't want you to self-diagnose yourself. Again, I don't know. But but if you are feeling like nothing is bringing you joy, even things that used to bring you joy, that is a warning sign. So please talk to a a healthcare professional. Yeah. Just, it's not about creating the life. It's, I think, just about recognizing what in your life is already making it And if worthwhile. it seems really hard, I know this is so cliche, but you will get there. There will yeah. be a point where you're like, oh, shit. This well, is I saw what something people... that said humans have two lives. It's the first one and then the one that they have when they realize that yes. like, they're the... not bound by the, the societal restrictions. Because when I realized that I could have a life that was full of happiness that didn't include go, graduate high school, go to college, get a degree, get a job, then find a fiance, then get married, then have babies, then die. die. <laughs> when I realized I could go out of order and still be happy and feel fulfillment from all of those things mm-hmm. in my jumbled up order or none of those things, if those weren't what brought me happiness, if traveling did, yeah. if writing did, if being whatever, um, then that was the moment where I was like, oh, shit. Other people's expectations don't. And it's not a competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, you, it's all about what you are feeling and what you want for yourself. Don't think about anybody else. Yeah. And what they want. Um, I saw something, and this might go along with another question I don't remember. Um, but I saw a TikTok where a guy was talking about how there's this weird um, belief that because you've spent a significant amount of time on something that you are now locked into that forever. Yeah. Oh, my like, God. Like, you've put time in, and if you move on, it was wasted. And it's like, no. No. Nope. Nope. You can change whenever you want to change. And like you, if you spend a lot of time on something and you love it and you want to continue, cool. Yeah. If you get halfway through a book and you're like, this book fucking sucks, put the book down. Oh my God. That's something that I started doing that I was down. like, wow, I didn't realize I could do this. But seriously, yeah. you said that. And I was like, that's, I just started doing that. Cause I felt like I have to finish this and I get halfway through and be like, this fucking book is terrible. Right. You don't have to finish Think it. Think about it. How often are you listening to a song, maybe on the radio or maybe on your Spotify playlist, and you're like, the song sucks. Next song. Life can be like that. The chapters of your life, you can literally do that. If with. you're like, yo. And it's not wasted time because everything is a learning opportunity. Everything yeah. is a growing opportunity. Yeah. Everything is a chance for you to figure things out uh-huh. or, or to just experience life. Yeah. Yep. That's all it is. So yeah. uh, if you're finding yourself being like oh my gosh I've spent so much time uh, and I'm already at this age my life nope no change the song yeah I was a server for 10 years and I quit it like it was that and I have no 
I mean, it, I'm not sad about it, but I also don't feel like it was wasted because I have amazing memories and awful memories. But and skills and skills, I have mm-hmm. life experience. I have um, trauma. <laughs> I have. There was so much I gained, and you know, things from that that it was all part of the plan. Yeah. Whose plan? Ah, uh, don't you do this. <laughs> <laughs> Whose plan? Jesus. <laughs> Jesus' plan. Jesus. It is Good Friday. Oh, no. Um, Is it possible to forgive and move forward with someone who has physically harmed you? Well, (laughs) I didn't read that one. You didn't? (laughs) No. I must have missed that one. Sorry. That was definitely not one I wanted to surprise you with. So sorry. That's a tough question. Read it to me again. <laughs> did you dissociate? I did. Okay. You said physically harm, and my brain was like, I have to protect you. Yeah. Uh, is it possible to forgive and move forward with someone who's physically harmed you? It is possible to forgive, um, and it is possible to move forward. I don't know why you have to move forward with them. Yeah, with them is the the part the that pro- I'm stuck the on. The problem part. Um, uh, in therapy that I've learned that forgiveness is is for you, not for the other person. And you can forgive someone without um, hearing an apology because forgiveness is releasing uh, your obligation to carry that hurt and that pain anymore. But I don't think that that person necessarily deserves (laughs) to move forward with you. Yeah. I forgave the person who physically hurt me. I don't know that I ever said that I did to him. Um, I did it inside for me. It's the reason why I don't say his name. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the reason why I don't f- want his life ruined or to. I could go out and tell everybody what happened and, you know, try to ruin his reputation. I have no problems anymore with that. I don't feel anger or anything. I've forgiven that. That's for me. At the same time, I want nothing to do with that person. Right. At all. Um, and that's also for me. That's for my safety. That's because I know I know that person and... Um, I hope that everybody can change, but I'm not willing to risk my health and safety anymore because I hope that that person changes. And you do not owe anyone that. No, not at all. Because they could change. There were times where I did forgive him and he changed for nine months to a year at a time. And it was amazing. And he always went back. He literally always went back to physically harming me. So if it's been a cycle... It's probably going to continue in one way or another, and you don't have to put yourself through that. So there is no shame in cutting that off. You can also forgive that person and um, not feel anger or hate or anything for them. That does not mean that you owe them any part of your life right. anymore. Right. So I feel really bad that <laughs> you didn't read that. That was like one that I must have accidentally skipped over. Well, Did I answer it, was... it well, though? Yeah, no, I think you're like, I was not here. Autopilot the whole time. (laughs) Thank you for answering that blind. Yeah. (laughs) Essentially. Um, (laughs) Whoopsie. I know. No, it was okay. It really, I'm glad for whoever asked that. Thank you for asking that. But I'm scared for you. (laughs) Yeah. Because I want you to know that you deserve better. Yeah. And they can say they're going to change as many times as they want and they will. They'll always say it, and they probably believe it, and they'll make you believe it too. But um, 
that's a risk that you have to determine if you're willing to take it or not. And we don't want you to. And we don't want you to. You don't have to. You don't have to. You're worth more. I want to hug you. <laughs> um, so this is a three-parter. My partner's mom doesn't know she's racist. I'm constantly silenced or wrong. I'm mixed. She's white. He's half native. We live with her. He won't stand up to her slash back me. I don't mm. want to give him an ultimatum, but I don't know if I can keep quiet anymore. Oh, that's tough. It's incredibly tough, and I think it's um, even more tough for us to answer as two white what? women of privilege who have never really had to experience Deal what this racism. feels like. Yeah. So giving advice on this feels... Um, like it's not our place almost? Yeah. But um, what I will say is he probably... I don't even know if he can see it, if it's been happening to him for as long. if it, So he might not even know that he needs to stand up for it. Honestly, he might be so conditioned to it yeah. that he doesn't realize that what's being said is racist. You know what I mean? Right. But at the same time, like you... You don't have to be in that situation. There's right. no reason to keep putting and yourself that's such in that a, situation. It's such a tough thing because we don't know... We don't know what's happening, like, if you've asked him to and he said no, um, or if he's unaware, or, like, we don't... Yeah, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I really don't know the situation Yeah, we don't know all. the situation at all. Um, I think, really, what's most important is for you to feel validated in your relationship and yeah. any concerns that you may have. And I think it's even trickier that you're living in her home, mm -hmm. so you already feel... Um, or you're, you may be made to feel like you're a guest and like, it's not really your home. So you don't have, um, any power there. And, yeah. and because she's older, there's this like weird dynamic, Definitely power, a power dynamic. dynamic. Yeah. So I don't, here's the thing. The word ultimatum to me gives off such a negative connotation but like boundaries there is a place yeah where it's not so much an ultimatum but it's like i can only withstand so much yeah and if this you, is physically and emotionally harming me right um this is a boundary that i have if she continues to overstep it i can't be a part of this anymore and right. that's if you let him know that um and if he doesn't back you then that's the, what my therapist always used to say about boundaries is you need to set the boundaries, but you also need to be prepared to enforce the boundaries. To hold them. Yeah. Because that's the hardest part. Because you want them to be like, oh, to yeah, respect them. I'll totally respect it. It doesn't happen all the time. It doesn't happen mm -hmm. a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. There's going to be pushback. And so when that happens, you your number one thing that you have to do is hold it. So if you say... I'm leaving or if there, I don't know if you're, your situation, you might not be able to get out, which would be horrible. But if you can, yeah. Um, if you have anywhere else to go and you set those and he doesn't respect it, she doesn't respect it. There's no yeah, shame. That's in an leaving. incredibly toxic environment for you to continue to subject yourself to. Yeah. Um, and for your partner to not be supportive of it, you have a lifetime ahead of you. Mm -hmm. And looking into the future, if if you can't see a life without this person, what does the life look like for you? Is it a life that you feel trapped in? Mm -hmm. Is it a life that you are still experiencing this incredibly awful behavior? Do you have kids? What's going to happen? What are your kids going to be exposed to? Exactly. I, I had to a lot of times with my therapist. I had to. She would be like, especially with that abusive situation. 
Because I would make excuses as to why I was okay staying in it. And then she would bring up um, my child and, Mm -hmm. like, she would be like, now picture everything you just told me he did to you. Now picture him doing it to your child. Or picture your child watching it so much that he thinks that's normal. Right. And then, Damn, Bethany's savage. Yeah. And I, that was literally when she said that. Picturing my son doing to another woman what that person did to me or said to me, was the re- that was what made me leave. Yeah. That was what did it. After everything he did to me, her saying, you have to picture, are you okay with your son following in these footsteps because right. he's going to mimic these behaviors. He's going to think they're normal. Right. Because you're allow- you're allowing it to be normalized in front of him. And I was like it sucked yeah. <laughs> to leave, but that was what I had to do it yeah. because I was it wasn't about me anymore. It was about I'm ru- I'm ruining this child's life. Yeah. You weren't ruining his life, no, I but wasn't. you didn't But want, I felt I yeah. felt like that's what was going to happen. Right. I would have ruined his right. life had I subjected him to that forever. Right. Um so I guess think about what you want your future to look like and how you want to feel in a relationship. And if your partner isn't ready to give that to you, it's not an ultimatum mm-hmm. to ask where he's at. Yeah. And if he's not ready to stand up to his mom or to set boundaries um, or to make um, decisions for you guys to live in a separate area and separate yourself from his mom until she educates herself and starts acting more respectfully of you um, and of every person. Yeah. <laughs> then I think it's time for you to prioritize yourself mm-hmm. and recognize the love that you deserve mm-hmm. and the respect that you deserve. Um, and you're not a bad person for doing that no. at all. No. Putting yourself forward or first in the situation is the best possibility, honestly. I am obsessed with clothes. Oh, yeah. It's a problem for me. It's a problem for my closet. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's why I'm so excited to be sharing Newly with our audience because Newly is a way to try out trendy styles, colors, silhouettes, all different kinds of things that maybe you've been interested in but are like going to make your bank cry. Mm-hmm. Now you can rent them for a period of time and then you just ship them back. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. That's another beautiful thing mm-hmm. because a lot of places may not have options yeah. for everyone. And this has so much diversity, not only in the brands that they offer, but also they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. It's fun, it's sustainable, and you can save because you get to try out a bunch of stuff that you like, or maybe you're like, I don't know, maybe I would like this. And then you get it and you're like, "Ah, I don't think that's for me, but there's no commitment to buy it unless you really do love it. And you're like, you actually can't have this back, Newly. I'm keeping it. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off of your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code tangents 20 just go to n-u-u-l-y.com that's newly with two u's and enter the code tangents 20 and sign up to get 20 dollars off your first month that's n-u-u-l-y.com newly with two u's with code tangents 20 newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes do you think seeing a therapist or psychiatrist would be helpful but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them 
or afford them, try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting the help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Honestly, a lot of times you make that appointment at your appointment you already have. I don't know when I'm going to schedule my breakdown. I don't know when I'm going to need to talk to somebody. And with Talkspace, it's so nice because you can send messages to your therapist so you don't have to wait for your next session. Talkspace therapists can help with any specific challenges that you might be facing. And it's the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, so much more. Plus, therapy can help you find the tools to cope in difficult times and just be a guiding light. So like maybe you're not going through something really intense, but you just have like, I don't know, a work issue or... Or something going on with a friend of yours that you just need an outsider's perspective. And Talkspace is amazing for that. They also are in network with most major insurers. So check in on that. Yeah, absolutely. If you got it. Plus, as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off of your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80 to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Tangents, promo code SPACE80. Ladies and Tangents is sponsored by Claritin. Luckily for those that live with symptoms of allergies, you can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I will tell you, it's so funny because in my household, Corey recently was like, I think I'm getting a cold. I'm getting a cold. I'm getting another cold. I'm like, hey, babe, I think you have allergies. I think maybe you just need to pop one of these pills. And guess what? All of his symptoms went away. I'm like, "Mm, I don't think it's a virus. I think it's just weeds. (laughs) And I also know that whenever I go to Sierra's house, my allergies kick into place because of a certain pet. (laughs) So true. And thankfully, I'm able to enjoy all my time there. Now, just after I take a little Claritin D, clears me right up. All my (laughs) symptoms are just like, what cat? (laughs) Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Get non-drowsy relief for allergy symptoms with Claritin D. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful release is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Spring vibes are in the air. And when you bring in some of the beautiful flowers that are blooming around your house, you probably want to smell them and not your litter box. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Pretty Litter, you can. Seriously, nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. And I'm serious when I say that the, whatever magic is in those crystals, I cannot smell anytime. My cat will literally poop right next to me and I don't realize that she did it until I hear her litter box start going. It's lightweight, low dust and one six pound bag works for up to a month. Pretty Litter's crystals also change color to indicate early signs of potential illnesses in your cat like urinary tract infections, kidney issues and so much more. Which is super helpful since cats can't talk and that's important information to have. (laughs) So true. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to your door. I know because whenever I go over to Sierra's (laughs) 
It's there. I always have some. Seriously. But it's so nice because I don't have to change it as much as normal, but I still have some on deck then whenever I do need it. And you won't run out and you don't have to go to the store and carry around a giant thing of litter. Go to prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash tangents. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What is the most important thing to you when it comes to menstrual care? Um, I would say probably not having to worry about leaking, going about mm. my day, and not worrying about having to run to the bathroom when you feel that, oh, what's, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, I think I'd agree. Yeah. And that's why we're excited to tell you about Flex. If you want a period product that looks out for your body, your lifestyle, and the planet, you've got to try Flex. There's the Flex Disc, which is a one-time-use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body. It's not a cup, and it's better than a tampon. It's unlike any period product you've ever seen before. One Flex Disc can be worn for up to 12 hours, and it holds as much flow as three super tampons. Plus, you can wear it for mess-free period sex. Yes, my white sheets... Love that for me. <laughs> Flex discs also create 60% less waste compared to pads and tampons. So they are planet friendly. And if you want to go with zero waste and have the planet love you even more, you can pick up the Flex Cup, a reusable menstrual cup that Cosmo rated number one. The patented pull tab makes Flex the only cup on the market that removes like a tampon. It's so easy. You already know how to use it. And you won't lose it. Yes, which is very important. It's also disability friendly and made with beginners in mind. So when I say like this is easier to use than tampons, I really truly believe that. Well, this beginner is grateful for that. <laughs> yes. It's also velvety soft and completely body safe and it lasts for years. So say goodbye to cramps, put sex back on the table, and lend Mother Nature a hand. Go to flexfits.com slash tangents and use code tangents for 20% off Flex Disc starter kits. Or 10% off your first Flex Cup. Plus, you get free U.S. shipping. That's code tangents at flexfits.com slash tangents. What would you recommend I do to prepare for college and moving out? I feel I'm feeling stressed. Oh, my God. Learn how to do your laundry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Seriously. Honestly, I didn't learn how to do laundry until I was in college. It's overwhelming. So I still don't separate anything. Oh, me neither. I'm like, cold will fix it. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? I just yeah. now started washing my towels. <laughs> I feel like that's a problem. I'm hot? Yeah. Do you? Do you? I don't no. separate my towels. <laughs> you don't? Oh, no. my God. I just started separating my towels. I never used to separate oh, my towels. No. I only do it now because I learned in um, aesthetic school about the bacteria that can get on like wet towels, but also my clothes get wet. I think it's just because I don't want it on my face. I don't wash my face. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so you're fine. I will wear this makeup for three days. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, well, you already listen to us, so you're good on the pod. I was going to say find a good podcast because um, transitioning from going to being around a house full of people to being in like a, a place where you're alone a lot is tough yeah that was hard for me because i was used to constant noise and people always being home Th things that you can have like just as people sounds in the background i feel are very helpful or yeah. was helpful that was like the hardest thing for me when i moved out and was alone all the time was yeah. like the silence yeah. of a home 
And I think that's why um, so many people have reached out to us saying that like they haven't been around people or they haven't been able to hang out with their friends or they've just moved and we've been... We're happy to be there for you. Yeah. Thank you guys. That means a lot to us that we've been able to do that because um, that was literally our whole goal in the first place. So. And that's uh, when I started listening to podcasts. That was like it, when you guys message us and you're like, you, oh, I want to say real quick, speaking oh, of messages. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, we said before, like, oh, we want to get back to you. That was when we had like five in our inbox at a time. Um, yeah, if we we said like we get back to everyone, we're trying, but right now we have like it has grown significantly. <laughs> we will work. What we'll do is like Sierra will work from the top down, and I'll work from the bottom up, trying to respond to people. It's very and by much the time the- <laughs> we get done. Um, with like however many, we have it's like so we never many. did anything at all. It's very much like brushing your teeth with Ore- while you're eating Oreos. Still. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So we seriously, we do love it, but we don't want you guys to think because we said in the one episode that we respond to everyone that we're not responding to you. We're trying. We're just very, we do read them. I read yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. I just physically don't have the time to respond to everybody as quickly but, as they're coming in. Yes. Yeah. But we truly appreciate uh, because that's how I used to feel about podcasts was that it would it like saved me from yeah. being just a sad little bitch all the time. <laughs> yeah. So um, I also feel like giving yourself an opportunity to transition because it is a very, very big step. Mm-hmm. It is a very scary thing. And you are starting an entirely new chapter and you're doing it basically by yourself. Um, allow yourself to mess up, allow yourself to not have it figured out because no one fucking does. Don't feel um, bad if you're only eating like microwavable meals yeah, <laughs> for a I long still time and cereal. Like that's how I lived the first year that yeah. I moved out. Um, cause I didn't know how to cook. D- give yourself, uh, yeah, like a break. Yeah. Don't, don't think that you have to jump right into adulthood cause right. you don't. It's a very... And if you're someone who likes groups, join groups on campus. If you're someone who doesn't like groups or because of COVID, you can't join groups. That's fine, too. Don't feel pressured to do anything. Um, You'll find your rhythm eventually. Yeah, that's (laughs) the biggest thing. Don't feel pressured to have to act a certain way. Or have the college experience or the the single life experience. There is no such thing. It's just we're all having a human experience and it's all individual. Yep. Um, what would you say is your first step uh, in following your passion? First step? Just follow. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think it's like stop giving a fuck what other people think about whatever that passion is. That's it. Stop giving a fuck. Yeah. Just about everything. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Because when we started this, which I feel like is our passion, mm-hmm. um, there was so many thoughts inside of my head that were like, you sound stupid. People are going to make fun of the way that you talk. People are going to make fun of the way that you look. People are going to make fun of what you have to say. People are going to make fun of there that was you a, think that you're funny, but you're not. There was a guy who was like, oh, looks like anyone can have a podcast these days. Why are they important? And we're like, we don't we, know. We fucking wish we knew. <laughs> we don't know why we're important. <laughs> Here's the, the thing. Once you figure it out, will you let us know? No one is important until they are. Yeah. Okay. And, and we're, we're not, sometimes we still don't even think it. And then we have yeah. 81,000 people listening to us at a time. Yeah. And we're like, must be. I mean, <laughs> whatever. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's just like. I don't know. There's just you just have to stop listening to the voices inside of your head and go for it. Just yeah, because what's the it. worst? Th- Imagine what the worst thing that could happen is you fail. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, you're still 
you're still kicking it, yep. honey. Unless like your passion is skydiving <laughs> and like the worst thing that could happen <laughs> is, is like literally die. <laughs> then yikes. Yeah. Okay? Then I mean maybe get on an anxiety medication beforehand yeah. because that's scary. Yeah. But that's know. that's all. Other than I guess. that, take yeah. the leap, baby. Yeah. Jump out of that freaking plane yeah. with a parachute. Yeah. Well, hopefully it works. <laughs> We're really keeping our fingers crossed for you. Um, advice for being okay with life not moving at the same pace as your peers. Hey, um, <laughs> stay in your lane. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same <laughs> answer applies. Uh, truly, because people always say, oh, you know how many freaking of you guys, I love you so much, have been like, Sierra, you make me feel like, you know, there's no brush and that I can do whatever. And that's like, I did a lot of failing. <laughs> To get to this point, I literally remember. You had to overcome a lot of internalized fear that, like, your life was over and you couldn't start again. I was my own worst enemy, literally. Mm -hmm. 100%. Because what are people going to say? I don't know. Here's the thing. What what do people say? What are people saying? They're saying, thank you for being somebody that I can look at and say, wow, I can do this too. The only person that was saying bad shit was me. Yeah. And maybe, Because you were afraid. Some of the adults in this town... (laughs) Because there's, they have a very small mind. There's a YouTuber, Gabriel Zamora, and he says, if you don't feed me, fuck me, or finance me, then you I don't mu- care. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> and I was like, damn, I kind of love that. Yeah. Well, so, I think I have one person in my life feeding me, fucking me, and financing me <laughs> at this point, so, so I don't care about any of you bitches. <laughs> so, and well, I really care about you guys me. are starting to finance us, so we actually oh, wait, really no, care yeah, about you. You guys, I care about <laughs> Because right now yeah. I don't I don't make any money. <laughs> but once I start, oh, I will look out, some... everybody. Yeah. But yeah, just don't just like oh my god, society tells us so many things, and it's like shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna arrive. Like you don't win a prize. I just talked to this uh, talked about this with Barbara. I'm like, there's no fucking prize. You're not like, for hey, marrying someone. Yeah, or you, getting a job. Like the end of the game life. There's not like, you want it. It's just like, death. Uh, yeah, you die. <laughs> There's no, no one is handing out trophies ever. Like, for, you had a baby before 30. Congratulations. You've yeah. won part of society. No, it's or not fucking happening. So you had cares? a baby after 25, after you got done you with college. You had a baby after marriage. Yeah. Congratulations. None for you. No. Harlot. <laughs> <laughs> and also, oh my God, just the things that we as a society have deemed as like socially ac- acceptable. Uh-huh. When I was watching Bridgerton, half the things that they were doing, I was like, if we did this nowadays, people would be like, this is fucking nuts. Yeah. But it was normal back then. A million years from now, people are going to be like, they gave a shit about a piece of paper <laughs> yeah. and having a baby. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Live your life to be happy. And that's freaking it. Yep. Cheers. <laughs> um, What to do when you have too many creative ideas and uh, to not let imposter syndrome creep in. I think that goes along with the last two. It's just like, stop Don't giving a fuck. <laughs> All the answers are stop giving a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. That one is just like, it's kind of always going to be there. Uh, yeah. Even when you start gaining success, again, as we are starting to like lift off into podcast successdom, <laughs> which we never, never. I love that word. Thank you. Successdom. <laughs> it's 
sounded like really magical. <laughs> yeah. We never thought that was going to happen. I still am imposter syndrome in my head. I am like. We all think you're playing a joke on us. I'm literally like, these people are fucking with us. And one day they're going to be like, you guys thought we liked you. <laughs> Dumb. It's either that or we're dead. <laughs> yeah, for it sure. It can't be that we just that have supportive people. No, no. Can't be. No. So just learn to tune those voices out because they're always going to be there. I want to tell you guys that they're not, but you can talk to the most successful people in the world and I guarantee you they tell you the same thing. I Unless think maybe, they're narcissists. <laughs> I think maybe focusing on like the reason why you're doing it in the first place. Yeah. Because like we had imposter syndrome, but we were loving this when we had 200 people an episode listening we were loving it when it was just our moms yeah <laughs> like yeah. just because we were like this will be something so fun that five years from now if we make a couple episodes we can look back on and be like that was so funny what we were yeah. going through at that yeah. time and if people make fun of us like who cares, who cares? Who we are cares? having fun we are creating memories we have an entire audio documentation of our experience of the pandemic yeah yeah oh shit yeah, yeah. that's cool so that's fucking cool. I'm putting that in a time capsule. Yeah. <laughs> we just throw the laptop in a time capsule. <laughs> there you go. But think about the people who are going to shit on you. They are fucking worthless in your life. Honestly, yeah. you probably They're not feeding you fucking you or financing <laughs> you, are they? You probably don't give a shit about them. We have gotten just a handful of like negative messages just because obviously not messages. I'm not messages. I'm comments. sorry. Comments. Like I had one today that was like level one humor. The female gender is finally getting it. And I was like, yeah. wow, male S- approval. Surprise. They're all men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Nobody saw that coming. They're all so supportive all the time. <laughs> but anyways. Sarcasm. <laughs> level two. Yeah. <laughs> we made it. But here's the thing. Um, we don't, I have said this to my boyfriend because he's like, is that going to make you sad when you see those? And I'm like, they're not my target audience. hundred percent. I don't fucking want them listening to me. Actually, that makes me feel better. I really want you guys as far the fuck away as possible. <laughs> I hope you think that I'm like not funny at all because I want you over there. <laughs> Get the fuck away from me. Yes. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, it's our like defense. It is. It's like, oh, okay. Fucking same to you. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. (laughs) What is the biggest piece of advice you can give to a woman who is about to turn 20? Stop giving a fuck. Stop giving a fuck. Hey, 20? Yeah. Oh, my God. Your whole life is ahead of you. Be prepared to make a bunch of mistakes. (laughs) Yeah. 100%. Be prepared to make mistakes. And... Learn from them. Are they mistakes or are they? Ex- they're learning how to experience lessons. Yeah, you because you welcome them because you're going to mess up. Um, and every, look out for red flags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know your worth. Yeah, know your freaking worth. This is a lot. Sorry, Do not settle for fuck boys. <laughs> Um, I could do a whole podcast episode about red flags, but like, well, there's no, there's no rush. There's literally no rush in your twenties because we're about to enter our thirties, and our life feels like it's just starting. Literally, so I feel if, like my entire twenties, my entire twenties was legitimately a learning experience. Like mm-hmm. when I make jokes and things about all of the bad things that happen. Um, first of all, they were coping. not funny when they happened. It's a coping mechanism. I cried a lot. Yeah, <laughs> but number two, I got, I gained something. And now those little bits of wisdom that I gained from those, I'm giving to you guys. So it was all worth it. Um, Bad things are probably going to happen to you, around you, to friends. You're going to lose a lot of people in Mm -hmm. these years. Um, And that's okay. And that's okay. Just just keep growing. 
you're going to be so many different people. Yeah. Me at 20 versus me at 29. I have been so many different people in that time period. And each one of them has so much value to me. Yes. And um, I think just appreciate all those parts of you. Don't don't get put yourself caught up. In, a t- in a timeline. Yeah. Don't think that you have to be married and settled down by 25. Right. Seriously. Unless you want to be. Unless you're in a really happy place and you want to be. And that's fine, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's fine. But I'm just saying. We got married on my 25th birthday. I remember at your 25th birthday. That yeah. was um, nine days before my 25th <laughs> birthday. And I remember being like, wow, I am failing at life. And I wasn't. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I wasn't. Yeah. I think I came. Um, I had, like, contusions. <laughs> your it was a bad time. So it was a bad time yeah. for me. But. Um, you have blue hair? I looked bomb. <laughs> I looked really good. Yeah. Uh, never looked better. Felt <laughs> terrible. But I didn't realize that I was going to find the love of my life like two years later. Yeah. And we're not married yet. But there's, again, we're not rushing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm really, I really don't care. I'm not rushing yeah. it at all. Because that's the end, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then it's over. No, Truly. but you know what I mean? Just don't, just live. Just live. Yeah. And learn. Hi, I hope I understand your guys' story. Oh, wait, let me just switch, just jump to the actual question part. Um, because you did understand the story. Um, what advice would you give to dealing with a toddler and having anxiety? I feel myself getting frustrated about messes, loud noises, because it sets off my anxiety, and I feel bad for getting upset because my kiddo is two and he doesn't know any better. How do I balance my destructive toddler and the voice in my bed? My bed? what's in your bed (laughs) baby head it does say bed but i think they mean head telling me i'm a horrid mom because my house is a mess first of all you're not a bad mom you're not Um, a bad mom my house is a fucking disaster and my kid is nine there's no reason for it to be this messy um i have been learning about something oh tell me because Um, i have nothing to give i was a terrible anxiety mom when my kid was two i probably wasn't but that's what i used to just put you him had in a, a lot going on when your child was I two a lot going on <laughs> everything you've been talking about was happening when your child was two that's why i want to remember uh i'm like i think i was a good mom but i also blacked out a lot of those yeah. years <laughs> you you're a great mom Thank you. um i've been learning a lot about um sensory processing disorder which is not an actual diagnosable disorder it's not like in the dsm which is the diagnostic something manual sure (laughs) it's what people use uh, like therapists use and stuff when they are like diagnosing you with like ptsd panic disorder stuff like that so it's not in there but they're doing a lot of research about it isn't it like um a is tagged on to things like autism or ADHD or anxiety, things like that. It's always like a side. See, that's the thing. Like what I'm learning about it is it's connected to anxiety and it's like a chicken or the egg situation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's like, am I having anxiety because I have a sensory disorder? Yeah. Or am I sensitive to sound? And it's giving me anxiety. Because I have anxiety. So like which came first? Yeah, yeah. My processing disorder or my anxiety because i've had to my son is at the point now where he just talks a lot yeah (laughs) and sometimes not about anything (laughs) just to say words yeah and i have had to catch myself because i've been like no i need you to stop talking for like five minutes please i physically can't and i'll be like oops sorry mom was i getting annoying and i'm like no oh my god that makes me feel like such a piece of shit no you were not annoying me i knew you were (laughs) 
I would never say that. Yeah. But uh, I just explained it to him as like, and I think you could do this with a toddler if you snap. You can. Because you, you will probably I do it with snap. Ollie. Yeah. Just explain to them like, I'm sorry. I'm feeling a lot of emotions because I'm uh, the noises are so loud. Right. I need to separate myself. Um, there are these little headphones that you can put in that are like yeah. noise canceling halfway. And I know people, they're like little It dampens the sound. Yeah. So those again, are helpful. I'm not, I'm not diagnosing you with a sensory processing disorder. I'm just saying. If you have. What I learned about sensory processing disorder is that it is on a biological level that your nervous system mm-hmm. is either overreacting mm-hmm. or underreacting to stimulus. So, for example, um, when you have a migraine, Ugh. super sensitive to light. Yes. If you have a sensory processing disorder too light, you're always going to have that sensitivity to light. And it's just going to be more sensitive to you than it is to other people. I get that way when things are too bright sometimes. You could have that with sound. I don't know if I have issues with sound or if I only have issues with sound because... (laughs) I know. Come on. Did you know? So if you have, like... I don't know if my anxiety triggers, like... It gets higher, like it spikes when there's sound, oh or gosh. if I have a sensitivity to sound and then I feel anxious. You know what I mean? Yeah. But knowing that my body, on a like biological level, mm-hmm. is just struggling to process the amount going on around me, makes me feel like I'm not a bad mom. It's yeah. science. Yeah, it literally is science. It's not you, right? It's science. And toddlers... Um, They'll test their boundaries. They will. And it is, you just have to remember that it's neither one of your faults. Like, right. It's not your fault that you can't handle that. It's not the toddler's fault that they're making the noises. It's just there has yeah. to be like like those noise-canceling headphones. There's got to be a solution. There, I will admit that there was a lot of times that was why my kid got a lot of screen time. I just yeah. needed, I would put headphones on him and plug it into an iPad and have him watch because I was like, I can't hear noises anymore today. Right. right. Because at the time I also worked at Texas Roadhouse and mm-hmm. holy shit, it was constant like, <laughs> freaking yeah. bright or being lights. overstimulated. Oh my God. And then yeah. I'd come home and I had a toddler and I was like, I can't do this. Right. It was too much. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this would be helpful because I know you talked about feeling overwhelmed by messes. I'm really overwhelmed by messes. That's like baking with my toddler is, is like a challenge. Um, so sometimes I will give him an activity that I know he's going to be messy with. And so going into it with the expectation that this is going to make a mess almost eases it. it. Yeah. Yeah, Cause I'm like, yeah, this is what I thought was going to happen instead of like the mess came out of nowhere. It's like, Oh, I was not prepared for this. Right. Yeah. 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 So I don't know if that's helpful. Um, or having like designated mess areas. Yeah. So that like not your entire home. Yeah. But ultimately like if you are overwhelmed, it's totally normal. It 100% is normal. It, It most likely is either because, um, you're feeling anxious and there are things to do. There's breathing techniques. Um, uh, there's also like, it's such an important learning experience for your toddler to, when you're ready to communicate that Mm -hmm. to them, to say, I'm feeling very overwhelmed. This isn't your fault. I'm feeling very triggered by the sounds or when you feel like they come to a a stopping point of making the mess, you clean it up together. Yeah. All right. 
thank you for doing that. Now we're going to pick it up. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the, I think hearing you say, I'm feeling overwhelmed. I think I need to take a break. I need to go outside and take a breath. Um, I, I need you to try and be a little bit more quiet right now. I'm, I don't think that there is anything wrong with saying that because it, it lets your kid know that they can then hopefully eventually communicate that to you as well if they're yeah. ever feeling it. So, And when I do it to Noah, I try to make it known like this isn't a you problem. This is a me problem. But yeah. like, well, can you help me out? Yeah. <laughs> because Yeah. Work with me here. Yeah. Because my problem is getting back. <laughs> right. Um. So this person listened to our faith episode. Oh, my gosh. This is going to be a tough That was one. like a year ago. Yeah. Well, everyone's just found us, so they're <laughs> catching up. Um, so it says, I wanted to reach out because I'm agnostic, but have always imagined some kind of universal karmatic thing was involved. I clung to the phrase, everything happens for a reason. I can now see the ickiness in that. Oh, I guess they listened to toxic, toxic positivity. positivity. Yeah, yeah. Um, and to be honest, I'd always felt that way about it being icky, but had always assumed since that was the closest thing to what seemed right, that it must be true. It begs the question, secularly, if things don't happen for a reason, how do you live with them? I'd really appreciate your insight. Um, so fuck, that's a good question. I read something the other day and it said, um, God makes you strong before he makes you happy. Uh And so the reason I'm answering this with the God thing is because they asked the question secularly. Yeah. Um, and the idea that like, I am being prepared through challenges to learn and, and gain this experience to help prepare me for when I am in a, in a situation where I can be happy. It made me feel better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm going to take this as somebody who's not a Christian. I mean, I, I, believe in something but She's like, like oh. you know. you're agnostic i am so i'm gonna answer this the way that i don't really believe that everything happens for a reason or like what you said that i was put through challenges however i like to think of the challenges i was put through as learning opportunities right so it's kind of like everything happens for a reason but i like to think that i'm in control of it yeah that even though bad things happen to me um and around me that i have control of what i do with them take from it yes yeah and so it doesn't always have to be like the dui thing that was fucking terrible i make jokes about it because that's how i keep myself from crying yeah um i learned so much from that and i became a better person because of that Mm -hmm. and i will never do that again obviously so Little moments like that where I'm like, I don't know that I was 100% like made to get a DUI. Yeah. Because I feel like I was putting people, like there was people's lives that I was putting in danger. I don't actually think nobody was on the road at the time, but you know what I mean? It could have happened. So I just think that even though I don't know 100% what it is that put me in those situations or why they happened, I like to think that I have control over taking like yeah something from it a, yeah. a learning moment or a growing moment i wonder if it was phrased like the like encouraging you to find the reason in 
things happening yeah. <laughs> rather than everything happens for a reason. Like you're responsible for figuring that out. Yeah. It's not just going to like reveal itself to you in because some magical sign. Because that's what I was sign. thinking. When yeah. I would hear everything happens for a reason, I would be like, well, let's get to the fucking why. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there, was, there was a time in my life where it was like bad, 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 bad. Yeah. Um, and then I just had to be like, oh, all of these bad things happen so that I can make people laugh on a podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or yeah. I had to be like, they were just moments that I learned so that hopefully I can contribute to somebody else's life and in a positive way. Right. My bad thing that happened to me could prevent a bad thing happening to someone else. Right. But it also allowed you to heal. Oh, yeah, it did. Yeah. And, and like, I learned a lot about myself. Yeah. And I freaking, people are like, you're so strong and whatever. I wasn't in my early 20s. You know how I was. Yeah. I was a meek little bitch. Yeah. But I am a. I'm like, for sure. You know. For sure. But I am a strong badass now because. Yeah, I, yeah you are. I'm freaking strong and I'm a badass. <laughs> but it's because I got knocked down and I got up again. <laughs> and they're yeah. never going to keep me down. Chumba Wumba. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I agree. And like, I've always said that, uh, and I talked about this and I think we even titled the, um, our miscarriage episode, um, the miracle and the misery is like after healing came understanding yeah. and, um, I was able to recognize, um, where I think when you look at any situation, you can either look at the bad or you can try to find what you can benefit from yeah not necessarily is, calling it good but, but like how can i use this kind of about perspective <laughs> because yeah. you can look at i used to be that person that used to look and be like god my life sucks everything is terrible and all bad happens to me because mm -hmm. life sucks and it's like when i flipped it that's when i started learning things from the bad and used it to my benefit right Instead of being like mopey, mopey, sad bitch, <laughs> this is an excuse for me. Captain Mopey, mopey, sad bitch. <laughs> this is an excuse for me to keep making mistakes and keep fucking up my life. Right. Instead, I was like, why don't I take a step back and yeah. and try to figure out what I what I was could have? Because if you have to be here anyway, you learn some shit. You might as well enjoy yeah. your time if Just you can. Have a good time. Um. <laughs> Learn from the bad, grow from it. And yeah, then, keep calm and carry on. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Early 2000s. <laughs> so this person said that uh, they have a lot of gas. Oh my God, um, that they, same. They want advice about. Uh, she says she has stomach issues. Gas And X. her <laughs> poor boyfriend has to deal with it constantly. Her question is, um, does she leave him and flee the country or marry him because obviously he loves me if he sticks through and uh nobody else can ever know this about me Honey, except for everyone else see a doctor <laughs> i was Truly. shitting blood before i saw a doctor also marry him and they were like hey you have an autoimmune disease my girl yeah. like and, and that's a lot easier to say to people than just like hey i shit blood sometimes <laughs> or hey um do you have another pair of pants i can put on <laughs> We're all humans, yeah. and our intestines fucking suck sometimes. Yeah. Mine are constantly attacking themselves. Like, for what? For what? Yeah, what are you doing in there? Yeah. Like, why? <laughs> stop civil, giving civil me ulcers. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, don't flee the country, baby girl. You just got to see a doctor. <laughs> if you have health insurance, and if you don't, gas X and marry them. <laughs> and marry, marry him. Um, I'm in a long distance relationship with a guy who lives in Colombia. We met in Puerto Vallarta 
while on vacation Where and fell in love. What the fuck is that? That is so <laughs> that exotic. Is, sounds romantic as yeah. fuck. We have dated for two years and I proposed to him. Ooh. I was never one to want to marry either, but it's the only way for us to be together. One major problem that I have is that he uses Instagram to post pictures of everything except our relationship. I've spoken with him about this, um, and he said that all of his exes said the same thing, but he won't post about his relationships, and they have all just gotten over it. I'm not one to just get over things. He posts pictures that are risque and flirts with people in the comments. Uh, um, when I was he with does him post until that, I know when he does post pictures of us, it looks like we're old friends that have just reconnected with a caption that suggests the same. This is a same sex couple, by the way. Uh, um, so my I'm question, a lot of, I know my seeing question a lot of red flags. Uh-huh, is what do you think he means? What do you think this means? Is he not? Oh, sorry, this is a two pager is he not serious about us does he really want to be single i feel like he's ashamed of me um i post pics of us often enough because i want to share my life the life i'm proud of okay i have a couple um my boyfriend now currently is not a big social media person yeah there's two separate answers here first one is someone does not have to flaunt your relationship on social media Corey is very much like let's be private and have what we have together and i'm like i want to talk about our sex life <laughs> to a hundred thousand people <laughs> yeah so we're very different yeah in a lot of ways and i've had to respect his privacy parts <laughs> <laughs> i've had to respect his private parts <laughs> I disrespect them too. (laughs) (laughs) But but I've had to um, respect that he wants like some things to remain more private. Well, I didn't respect it in this episode, but he doesn't listen. Some things. That was not one of the things. No. And and I had to stop. That was my problem that I thought, oh my God, because you don't post me, you don't want people to know that we're together. You're cheating on me. Mm -hmm. But... I thought those things because in the previous relationship, that was the fucking issue. Yeah. And he used to gaslight and lie to me and say, oh, I'd never post anybody and you're being dramatic and your feelings are blah, blah, whatever. Stop being so emotional about this. I'm not doing anything. Meanwhile, he was literally fucking like seven different people. (laughs) This isn't, it might not be what's happening to you. I really hope not. Yeah. Because that, it was awful. But. If you are communicating with him, if that is a boundary or a part in the relationship where you're like, hey, I, this really hurts me and I don't like it. And he continues to not give a fuck. That tells you. That's a red flag. That tells you what you need to know. Because if you're, if he cared at all, like my boyfriend, I told him that and he made us his profile picture. That fucking simple. He was like, fucking fine. Yeah. (laughs) Like it wasn't that big of a deal to him. I think the thing that we're missing with that is he is very active on social media. That's the problem. That seems like a problem because so was my ex. He was literally active as fuck and he was actively flirting with people in the comments yeah in front of me and i was like ah he's just a big he's just a big joker (laughs) he was like he he was fucking him (laughs) yeah so okay it's one thing for him to say i want to keep our relationship private that's fine but if you have a boundary of being like i feel disrespected when you flirt with people in the comments that's a big that the flirting part is a problem because that needs to be something that you guys talk about and if you're like hey i'm not okay with that and he continues to do it 
then he's disrespecting you. And um, I don't love the way it's worded to say everyone else just gets over it. I don't think you're supposed to get over things in a relationship per se. I think you can come to an agreement about things, come to an understanding. Manipulative and gaslighting to me. Yeah. Very Um, like. And we don't know the other person's side of this. Yeah. Obviously, this is one person asking a question, but. But my ex used to also be like, oh, my other exes. He would always constantly like put me in a competition with them. Yeah. Subconsciously. And like little things they were that he fine would with say it, so like why this. can't you be fine? And then with I was it? like, well, I'm a fucking bitch. No wonder he wants to have sex with his ex <laughs> all the time. It's because she was way cooler than me. <laughs> um, I think especially you being long distance, like I mentioned with the long distance tips, communication is key, boundaries is key, um, mutual trust is key, and it doesn't feel like you guys have that. And for you to be in a, in a position where you want to propose, you want to spend your life with this person, I think that there is just one too many red flags for me to feel like you you should stay, the romance, um, especially move forward with a proposal. Yeah, the romance and the passion and the lust is all amazing, but you can get that from a lot of different people. I hate yeah. to tell you that, but it's true. What you can't get is good communication, trust, boundaries, um, and a if, healthy way of... Yeah, and if you want to celebrate your relationship and you want someone, you want to feel like someone wants to celebrate you, you deserve that. We yes. want you to have that. Yeah. This is not... And there's someone out there that will do that. Right. Trust me. Because I not went super straight easy. from having someone who continuously disrespected me to having somebody who listens when I tell them, hey, this is bothering me and actively tries to fix it. Right. So... Um, we're wishing you the best, yes. honestly, because that is a very, very tough thing because everyone wants to feel, um, like loved they, and appreciated. Yeah. Like they yeah. matter. Yeah. Last one. Okay. Following up on, uh, she like posted originally, but this is like the full question is here. So her and her partner have been living together during the pandemic and having a hard time. They want to stay together, but they've had so many dark days and difficulties over the last year. I've been wondering if everyone has been feeling the struggle or if maybe our relationship just isn't as great as it used to be. We don't want to end our relationship, but this past year has been extremely trying. Um, This is very vague. It's so vague, and I don't know your relationship well enough, but I can... You want to do some hypotheticals? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> give them to me and then I'll give so, the advice <laughs> in my head we've had so many dark days does that mean you're both experiencing bouts of anxiety and depression because of the global trauma we're experiencing or did your power get shut off <laughs> because no I mean that happened to me a lot so yeah well like, <laughs> are you talking literal dark it's dark in the house <laughs> that's what I was going with I don't think that's what they mean well power issues can be really bad <laughs> I've had my power shut off so many times. Yeah. And it can cause a lot of fights. Yeah. Money issues. I don't I don't think that's Okay. So anxiety you're hypothetical I'm vetoing. <laughs> okay. You so they have just a lot of anxiety and depression days? It, in in my hypothetical, they are experiencing either um depression or anxiety and so they're like at each other's throats. I will say yeah. that this has been the highest for me this past Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Gas eggs. Gastrointestinal distress. <laughs> uh, so if that's the case, I would maybe give it some time. If that is the case, I'm asking on a hypothetical. Yeah. Are you guys seeing somebody? Have you thought about seeing like a couples counselor? Or yeah. or it, sometimes when there's a block in communication, it, it can really help to have a third party there to right. Because um, 
sometimes people are really good at communicating. Sometimes people are good at communicating, but the other person's not good at yeah. like hearing, receiving mm-hmm. that communication. Yeah, communication isn't just speaking. It's also listening. Yes, and comprehending. Yeah. And so if you, one of those, there's an area where it's being blocked or misinterpreted, um, having a third party there to be like... Clarify. Hey, wait a minute. Can you... Back up to what you just said there. Is Let's this talk what about- you're saying? Yes. Yeah. What did you hear when they said that? So if you have uh, if you have the privilege or the money or anything, and that's an option, um, and you guys really care about each other and love each other, I would do that before just deciding to right. break it off. Um, but if it's getting to the point where it's like an all the time, if you feel like there's not a lo- like any kind of feelings there anymore... Then I might tell you what you need yeah. to know. I feel like if if you've just been experiencing um, what I would say is the residual effects of living through a global trauma, yeah, then I think seeking professional help separately and or together could be really beneficial for you if the relationship is something that you want to fight for. Yeah. Um, if, if you, you want to stay because you're comfortable, yeah. again is you have your whole life is comfortable what you want that's what my ex did before me and he says it all the time he was like i was with her for three years we both knew that we weren't good together but we were both comfortable and didn't want to leave it seems like he's not good with anyone he's not (laughs) so son of a bitch yeah wait no i'm talking about my current or you oh you said your ex oh whoopsies well my ex did it (laughs) surprise but my current said they both did it they both dated the same girl (laughs) It's a weird story. We'll get Twice. to it a different time. They tw- oh, they did. It's me. <laughs> you. Um, yeah. Small town. So when my ex said it to, uh, he was just saying that as a way to be like, oh, she was a crazy bitch, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. But current, Corey, when he says it about his ex, um, he was just too comfy and too nice of a guy to be like, I don't want to hurt you because yeah. I like you. I care and, about you. You can care about somebody and not be in love with them. Yeah. And, and if he, it's just like. Yeah. Eh. And that's how it was with her. He was like. It's not bad. That's what he was it's like. wrong. I'm not suffering. But at the same time, <laughs> I don't think I'm in love with you. <laughs> yeah. And so eventually it had to just be like, all right, let's cut it off. And then he found me. And so <laughs> think about that. Well, you could it, find your actual soulmate. It does also say that it's not as great as it used to be. What's missing? That's what I want to know. Like, where are you lacking that you feel like um, it's not like it used to be? Yeah. What did it used to be that it is no longer that you are missing, that you're longing? Is that something you can get back? Or is it something that you're just a different person now? Yeah. Or is it like the the beginning passion flame kind of went yeah. away? Because that happens. There's yeah. not... There's always that excitement and those butterflies. Like we said before, Jerry would be like, oh, I have to dump this guy because I don't feel butterflies anymore. And it's like, well, yeah. those go away after time. Yeah. So if if that's like if it's just moving from passion to like comfortability mm-hmm. or you got to really there's a lot there. Yeah. We need more, baby. Yeah. So um, but if you mean dark days, as in it's like. Fighting. fighting? Like fighting, like emotional trauma, physical trauma, like not worth it it's it's truly not worth um trying to fight for something that isn't a healthy thing for either one of you yeah um because is is whatever just because something starts out great doesn't mean it's it's going to end great um so again there's this is so vague it's hard to have a very thorough well thought out answer because 
um, there's just some missing pieces and yeah. we don't want to fill it in with our assumptions. Yeah. So that's why we gave you three different answers. Yep. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Um, there was so many more and I want to apologize if we didn't get to your questions. Some of them kind of overlapped. Um, some of them were just asking us like personal Q and a questions, like wanting oh. to know like our favorite memory together and things like that. So if you guys, um, at some point we don't want to do like back to back to back Q and A's, but, um, in the lineup in the coming months, like if you guys like these style of, um, episodes, yeah. let us know. We can do, we can a, do a like Q a personal one. Yeah. yeah. We could do, um, an assumptions one. We could do another, Hey ladies, let us know in the comments. Yeah. Comment. You guys comment now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the, that on, uh, us giving you <laughs> mediocre solicited advice. So yes. thanks for hanging out. Yes. Uh, we'll see you next week. All right. We're out. Goodbye. Crush them. I live by routines, especially my same-day delivery routine with Shipt. Because when Sunday rolls around, I'm not scared. I got my shopper on the way with all my favorites. Shipt, delight in every delivery. Learn more at Shipt.com. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.